Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sub Talk Radio. If you enjoy science and you enjoy ingredients, put on your put on your your learning cap because today will be no different. Today we are joined by Sean Wells, CSO of NNB Nutrition and founding partner of Ingenious Ingredients, as well as Raza Bashir, VP of Product Innovation of Iovate. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us, Sean. So. The big topic today, parazanthine. I know it's it's trending and it's very, very popular, something you guys are, are moving towards. Sean, I know you're a lot behind this. Do you want to educate us and tell us what, what it's all about? Yeah, so it's uh, being featured in this product that's so amazing that I literally am using every day with or without workout called the Euphoric from Muscle Tech with an IQ at the end. Uh, but we started work on this ingredient, uh, my partners and I at Ingenious Ingredients, uh, Dr. Ralph Yeager, Dr. Martin Perpura, and, and Kylan Lau, uh, about seven years ago. And this is a caffeine metabolite. So there are three metabolites that come from the, uh, the metabolism of caffeine. When you consume caffeine, uh, it will convert into uh, theophylline, theobromine, and the one that we're really excited about is parazanthine. And it might seem like, okay, I take caffeine, I just get parazanthine. But what we're seeing is that one, caffeine is the thing associated with most of the side effects, is most of the toxicity, uh, and that these this three methyl group might be responsible for that, which uh, caffeine is one, three, seven trimethylxanthine. And theophylline, is uh is is one of the dimethylxanthines and is a bronchodilator and is a controlled substance has a ton of side effects and theobromine which you find in cocoa uh is toxic to cats and dogs has its own side effects and what we find is that the dimethylxanthine that's a one seven dimethylxanthine parazanthine where the three methyl position is removed it's demethylated, that it has an extremely clean experience. It lifts mood, makes you feel good, lifts energy and focus. And this has been so exciting to us also because I, and I believe Raza is as well, am a slow metabolizer of caffeine. And we're finding about 59% of the population is a slow metabolizer and therefore has more side effects than benefits because they're stuck in this caffeine space and not converting to the one that has all the, the benefits and positive effects, parazanthine. And then you have these people that are, uh, then you have these people that are um, on, sorry, is there like some crunching or something? I don't know, I, guess, I hear it stopped. Oh, it sounded like someone's like eating crunching food or something. I did hear that too. <laughs> um, no, so uh, it is converting to. Um, is it? Is it just me? I, I think it might be you, Sean. But that's so weird. Okay. Uh, well, I'll I'll let someone else jump in. But like the basically the fast metabolizers. Um, are the ones that uh, just can have caffeine and go straight to bed. And and they're not getting much benefit either. So the slow metabolizers are having all the side effects with very little benefits. And the fast metabolizers are quickly adapting where they need more and more and more. 
and they're not getting the they're not getting the benefits either. So when you when you say a fast responder and a slow responder, is that synonymous with almost like tolerance, or is that something different? Because people use the word caffeine tolerance. Yeah, and for some reason, yeah, like I muted there, and and it's not me, so I don't know where that's coming from. Um, I don't know if you guys hear it or not, but um, am I crazy? Do you guys hear this? No, we can hear it. It's somebody's mic. Okay, I think it was Scott's. <laughs> I'm muting mine. I'll mute mine on again. Maybe it's on this side. I think it's the competition is just getting crushed. And you can kind of hear the competition getting crushed. And so it's actually playing over this live stream. Well, let me just put on mute, okay? Guys. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so uh, caffeine tolerance. Now, that, that would be called uh, adaptation. And that okay. is what's happening with the fast metabolizers. And so that they're quickly adapting, and that's why they need more and more and more. You don't see this effect with perizanthine. And with uh, what I was talking about earlier, this fast and slow metabolizers, is that that's the CYP1A2 gene responsible for caffeine metabolism. So that's different than the adaptation effect. But uh, with the CYP1A2, all these people that are slow metabolizers, if we look at studies where caffeine was used to increase cognitive uh, or physical performance, and we see these equivocal results, it's typically because the slow metabolizers were actually getting negative results and the fast metabolizers can get positive results. And then that ends up being kind of mixed together. And in the studies now where we're delineating that, uh, we're we now can tell like this is this is why this is why this is happening because so many of us struggle to metabolize caffeine properly uh, so much so that you have you know just a wide bioindividuality of of half-life of caffeine where it can be you know a couple hours all the way up to like 10 and a half hours for the half-life which means days later you can still have caffeine in your system which explains why so many of us like might have a a diet coke in the morning and still can't sleep or you know some of us can have a monster you know at 8 p.m and go to bed you know so it's it's just a wild variance um but perizanthine solves that so in layman in layman's term sean so fast responders can can basically go to bed with no issues and then someone like myself i cannot have any caffeine past let's say two o'clock even if it's a typical six ounce cup of coffee which is 80 90 milligrams of caffeine I won't, I won't sleep that night. Yeah, exactly. And this is exactly what's happening and, and why we're so excited about perizanthine because fast or slow metabolizers, you've never experienced this molecule like this because we're also removing the caffeine, the theophylline, the theobromine, all their metabolites. All of that's getting cleared away for just a truly clean experience where you feel that dopamine lift, you feel the adenosine inhibition, you feel nitric oxide increase in your brain. You have um, increased BDNF or neuroplasticity. You increase glutathione and catalase, reduce oxidative stress. Across the board, there's so many things that are happening that are affecting you in a positive way for mental performance as well as physical performance. 
And Sean, you mentioned earlier less toxicity. Like, what type of toxicity would someone see from caffeine versus obviously less being paracetamol? Yeah, I mean that that gets down to like just looking at LD fifty, right? Like, so that that lethal dose for like half of the uh, participants in these animal toxicity studies. So, you know, looking at that level, like the toxicity level for this ingredient is dramatically less than any of those other ingredients that I mentioned. So it's the safest by far, by far and away versus caffeine and the other metabolites. And again, we think that has to do with this three methyl position. Got it. Now, Raza, for someone that's that's using this, obviously we've got a few products from, from Muscle Tech that are using this, and we'll get into that momentarily. What would someone feel like? What would be the differences to a user that's, you know, generally caffeine and trying something new? Yeah, it's uh it's we're starting to get some really remarkable feedback. It is starting to come in now. Um, you know, I had the pleasure of pro, you know, trying, formulating, um, coming up with all these different concepts really for almost the last two years you know, just trying to perfect it and get it out there. But now what we're trying to do is we are collecting feedback from all the beta testers, you know, all the people are getting samples, people are buying it. And the biggest thing that people are commenting on is the amazing focus, mood, and that elevated energy. So naturally, when people want to take a pre-workout, right, we're thinking about how can we get the most of our workouts? It's almost like that motivation in a bottle. Mm -hmm. that is what we're delivering, but it is this, um, you know, that tunnel vision effect that you'd expect from sort of stimulants and neuros. you're getting that, but it is much, it's just cleaner. It is cleaner. Um, you're not feeling necessarily the, the rush from like the heart rate, but you're still getting that in the zone feel. And, uh, you're almost just like, you forget about everything else. You are focused on what you're doing. So if it's, yeah, Sean talked about, you know, whether he's working out or not, uh, it's similar. Sometimes I'm just trying to be as productive as I can through the day. Uh, you just, it enhances productivity. It is just been incredible. And uh, for someone who's tried, you know, that's formulated with essentially, you know, for the past 15 years, I've tried every stimulant imaginable. And what we've been trying to do is provide caffeine. We know caffeine works and we know it works well. It just when you get to those high doses that are most efficacious, like for example, that 400 milligrams, which now kind of like uh, it almost seems alarming when I when I say that, but that is the dose that delivers on on results. There's no doubt about that if you take it at the right time, you know, if you are the, the fast metabolizer. It just to get that, there's a lot of downsides, and you may not now that we we know all those things that Sean was explaining about. If you are the slow metabolizer, you're not going to get those benefits and you're going to get a lot of the downsides that we've almost associated with efficacy in some ways, but it's not the efficacy, right? Like the jitters, the heart rate um, and things like that. So um, it is it is a different experience. I will say that it's not like exactly what you'd expect um, from a pre-workout. It is a bit cleaner, but dialed in. So, because I I actually, I don't know if you'll see it here, but I actually have a bottle myself here, which I'm very proud to say I'm using. Um, For me, I just feel a good, I know, Sean, you've used the term swagger very often Mm -hmm. in some of your other interviews, which I love. Um, For me, to be honest, I I just feel like more of a a good self of self-being, just good, good feeling myself um, and just less anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, And that's that's the feedback we get often. Swagger just came up early on when we were testing this with users. 
And uh, we just we love that because it's it's the the dopamine lift is different. And there's actually a serotonin lift, too. And people just feel a greater level of confidence. And it's it's this um, it's we've come to expect like caffeine is like a come at a cost ingredient. Right. And and this is entirely different where you're getting optimized. We're actually Mm -hmm. seeing instead of the adaptation effect where performance declines with continued use at that level, we're actually seeing performance increase with continued use of paraxanthine because of all these positive things, because of the reduced amyloid plaque, because of improved neuroplasticity, because of glutathione and catalase increasing and nitric oxide increasing and dopamine and serotonin increasing and all reduced oxidative stress, all of these things that are happening we're seeing that there's a, a time effect that actually it's improving your health, which is pretty exciting. Like <laughs> that's where, that's where like you know all these other ingredients in the past that outdid caffeine, we saw like the risk and the toxicity and the the dangers be greater, right? Like it's it's definitely come at a cost. Like caffeine comes at a cost. Like you got to pay the piper, so to speak. And then with ephedrine and DMAA, the risks were greater than even caffeine. Yep. But this one is outperforming caffeine and better for you, which is winning. <laughs> and I know you mentioned earlier, many people, I'd be curious how many people realize that caffeine breaks down. I should say there's three metabolites, as you mentioned, is paraxanthine. Mine is not sure. Sorry, my Wi-Fi is like switched from 3G to regular landline. I'm not sure what's like. So I can't even see Sean. It's on my side. Uh, chance. Are you guys getting the same? Yeah, I think, I think you're going to have to drop, Scott. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So just, uh, drop it off here. Okay. So anyway, my understanding is that paraxanthine breaks down actually 84% and theobromine 12 and, and theophylline about 4%. So that's true for of the dimethylxanthines. There's some other things that are produced, these methylurates. Uh, it's actually about 70% of, of right. a total that paraxanthine is made. But again, the question is the rate. So if this is happening with a half-life of, you know, 10 and a half hours, and you're still trying to convert this three days later, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting like this drip drop of paraxanthine and staying in this area with all these side effects. And even when you're converting, you're converting to these other things with side effects. So you can imagine like for some people, caffeine is actually hell. It's really not healthy at all. Um, and for some people, they're not really getting much benefit. So it's like, why are you using it? And so, you know, it's just the fact that caffeine is so omnipresent that we reach for it. But now we have something else to reach for, thanks to Muscle Tech. Raza and Sean, do you feel as a society we're over caffeinated? I, I, I would say it's so. one trillion I, plus I, industry. I, I mean, yeah, I, w- I would say so for sure. And it's uh, it's done a lot of good in some ways, right? I mean, uh, if we talk about productivity and, and what we need to do, you know, often to get through a day, it's just, it is a vicious cycle, right? It's become a vicious cycle that this demand for this level of energy from caffeine and then how long, you know, it takes to metabolize for a majority of people, how long it stays with you, how it impacts your sleep. And then if it impacts your sleep, you're even more dependent on it. 
so that, that you know that's the biggest challenge uh, but i would say you know there's a lot of good that can come from um you know well now in particular i'd say we didn't have a substitute till today so you know this is like the perfect substitution but yeah for sure yeah i i, I agree with that sean that like um you know caffeine you know got us this far you know caffeine is responsible for so much good in society and there's a reason that so many people use it um you know we wouldn't have our second and certainly third shifts without it we wouldn't have the productivity that we that we have without it we wouldn't have all these coffee houses and you know energy drinks and sodas and you know all these things obviously without it having some degree of efficacy it's just a question of evolution mm -hmm. and it's time for something better you know this is the 2.0 this is the big jump forward you know where we don't look back so sean there's, there's a couple of people asking questions here it says so would someone like me who can take a monster and go right to bed how would this be a benefit to someone like me it's going to be night and day i mean like literally this is and, and this is why we encourage people to do this we want people to just try it like you know i can go through all the science I have a friend that's a, a billionaire that I was talking to the other day and he was shaking me down, explain all the science. And, you know, he's has a very analytical mind. He owns an AI company. And I went through all of it and he's like, how are you going to get consumers to understand all that? I said, I don't need to. They just need to try it once. Like no one needed like all the science on ephedrine or DMAA or even caffeine. You just use it and it works. And for someone that's a fast metabolizer, they're no longer seeing the benefit. Um, they've they've adapted so quickly to whatever level of caffeine they used to see benefit. They just no longer see it unless they use 400, 500, 10, I don't know, whatever, some crazy level. And of course, there's side effects that come with that. So for them, they're going to see uh, efficacy, but also see efficacy continuously at the same dose. Sean, in previous episode of podcasts that I've seen, you mentioned there were some clinical studies going on for weight loss and gaming and some things along those lines. Is there anything more you can share with that? Or is that still kind of behind the scenes? And uh, the gaming I community can, I, is growing I, exponentially and this could be huge. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the gaming study isn't completed um, with both of these studies. We had opened them um, uh, blinded to, to uh, work on some patent uh, filing. Um, but the, the fat loss study, we just got results. Uh, we just need to analyze it further so I can report back in about two weeks. I know some things, but I really can't speak to it uh, quite yet. Uh, I think we, okay. I will just say, let, let, me, let me put it this way. In both of them, we were, we were very pleased. <laughs> Good. I'll put it that way. Very pleased on both studies. From what we've seen so far, we're very pleased. And it's no surprise. Like in everything that we put parazanthine in, it's outperformed placebo and it's outperformed caffeine. And so much so like caffeine is actually counterproductive again to to a, a, a sizable number of people. Scott, hopefully we're working now. How are you? Yeah, sorry guys. I mean, I'm uh, I'm on good, good Wi-Fi, so I thought, but uh, I, I apologize for um, throwing you guys all off. I just think it was just too much, too much mass, you know, just too much. Mass. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, Scott, welcome. For people that, that don't know of you, I mean, you're the man behind the popular Muscle Insider and also the associate director at Muscle Tech. So glad to finally have you. Um, so what are your thoughts? I mean, what are, what are you enjoying? What are you feeling from, from Perizanthine and obviously the products thus far? It's been a real uh, a game changer. I started off while doing some formulation work with Raza uh, under his leadership. And uh, Sean and I have been uh, friends for years. And, and last year at Supply Side, he told me about a new stem. And I'd have been aware of, obviously, teacrine and dynamine and what he did bringing those to the market. So when he said he had a new stem, I was like, oh, okay, I'm all ears on this one. And then when I started asking further, is this another derivative of a DMAA or DMHA or whatever the other um, substances was, and it wasn't, then I started to really get intrigued. And then when I started working with Razen, he was telling me that they were working on this. I was like, wow, okay. So this is a, a phenomenal ingredient that goes beyond caffeine but also with a brand that has a global presence for 27 years of business. And um, it really made me want to be part of, uh, of the company to be uh, a bigger capacity than I was in the past. I'd been out of there. I worked there for six and a half years, uh, 17, 18 years ago. So uh, I was sold at that point. And then when he gave me samples and I tried it and I felt the difference, I was like, Okay, this reminds me of the Jack 3D back in the day, trying that that first time with that microscope. And I was like, there's something here. And it's not just uh, caffeine. There's something else that's really here. And I knew that uh, I of 8 and the Muscle Tech brand would do things legitimately on the clinical side. And I knew with Sean's background and with NNB Nutrition Manufacturing, the raw ingredient, I knew that they would do things, um, you know, to be the quality control would be a top notch and uh, Sean and Raza wouldn't put their name to something and the muscle tech brand to something that didn't work. So it was cool. I mean, it was, uh, it's been a real ride. It's been, it's been fun to be part of it. Uh, and right behind you was seeing uh, Raza. That's actually the lab, one of the in-house yeah. labs that they have um, doing flavoring in-house, doing everything in-house. It's just, um, Sean, I think you would, you'd, you'd kind of set up a hammock and, and hang out in that yeah. uh, lab that he has and, because, uh, it's just phenomenal to be able to do that. Um, so it's been it's been a great uh, great experience so far. And Euphoric's just on fire. Uh, you know, you saw the blessing. The uh, boogeyman Abu Abu is uh, under contract now, and he's loving the product. And we've got some really cool things coming on that. Um, so anyway, I'm long winded, but uh, as you can see, I'm stemmed up on Euphoric, so I can't <laughs> stop. <laughs> so is it safe to say that this ingredient is going to be an exclusive to Muscle Tech? Raza, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure. If, uh, yes, <laughs> uh, hopefully forever. But uh, as of right now, yes, absolutely. We are, we are all in. Um, like literally, like we believe this is the next great leap forward in you know in sports nutrition, um, you know energy focus. Uh, it's, uh, it's it really is huge. So um, we're really fortunate to bring this to market exclusively. You know, partnering with the best. Uh, you know, partnering with Ingenious, you know, Sean Wells, Ralph, Martin, Kylan, you know, just having this group, all the quality, all the science, all the trust together. Um, yeah, but more, uh, you know, much more to come, though, well, I'd say, because based on all the new science, new ideas, and uh, yeah, it's going to be it's, more luck. It's just the start, just the start. So is it safe to say as well that, that future products using this, there will not be theobromine or... 
I know theophylline should not be in products because it's a controlled substance, but is it safe to say there will not be theobromine in any products containing paraxanthine? Yeah, not from our end. Yeah. And not, not only that, it's, it's prerequisite that we don't even have caffeine in the product when paraxanthine's used. Infinity. Straight to the source. Yeah. That's what we're doing here. Rosa, so how, how have sales been? Though, um, Sean, it's important to understand that is that that Sean doesn't want to mix this with caffeine. And that's what the first thing people will say is, man, why don't I just stack this with what there's there's rules, you know, there's rules with using yeah. this ingredient. So it's not that they need the money and they got to license it out to as many people as they want. So we have to fit the guidelines and that's because he wants a better experience, you know, and so. I think it's, you know, I, I, as a marketer, I don't like it, but I like it because it gives a better experience for the consumer and it controls the effects that the, the person's going to have. So uh, I think you, you don't get that itchy, crummy feeling that you come down off of a high level of stems, which um, these two could tell you much better than I do as to why that is the case. But, um, you know, that feeling, um, you just you just feel like you couldn't even take in. You feel, I mean, Sean talks about being... Um, in the locker room and lying on the bed on the bench and falling asleep but your eyes are like you're wide awake but your body wants to sleep and you can't really understand why am i not able to sleep because uh you know um it's just this different effect that uh, you don't get with um with infinity paraxanthine in our uh, euphoric so scott are you a fast responder yourself or oh yeah yeah i've been really a great tolerant of of uh, caffeine for many many years obviously i'm from the uh the ECA stack days, the Thermadrin from Sport Pharma and, uh, you know, thermal cuts from ProLab and Hydroxycut Original, Rip Fuel, Metabolife. I mean, I did it all. I mean, I got inspired uh, using diet pills when I was in grade two, when my mom was using them in, uh, in weight loss plans that she had in the cupboard, you know, the Dexatrims and stuff like that. So I've um, always tolerated caffeine very quickly, very quick responder, but I just found that... Um, Using the euphoric, I don't like to put my name to a lot of things, but this one was different. And I was just like, man, I don't know why I can, I can hear, I can think faster, better. I can under, I can think of things while I'm doing cardio or I'm training arms that I haven't thought about in years. And, and Sean was trying to explain the, that part of the mind, but it's just a different effect. And I, I tell everybody, if you want to take euphoric the right way, take it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. Don't have a cup of coffee. Don't have a breakfast. Don't have anything that would reduce gastric emptying. Take with enough water to obviously uh, hydrate you, and then wait for twenty to thirty minutes, and then <laughs> tell me if you think it works or not. Like, um, so Sean, what did you think? Uh, chance of of the experience? We sent you uh, a tub of it. What uh, What are your thoughts on it? Um, so I was saying uh, earlier, I think you might have fallen off for a moment, but I just felt a good self for well being with it. Yeah. You know, and I'm I'm a very slow responder. Like, I don't know if you're on the call or not, but mm -hmm. I have to cease all caffeine by two o'clock in the afternoon. Otherwise, I'm not sleeping at night. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. There was just a good, good clarity. I'm not going to use tunnel vision because some people that watch the show hear tunnel vision. They think DMHA type tunnel vision, but it was just a good clarity, just a good, good self of well-being. Um, and as weird as it sounds, it, I gauge a good product just for overall clarity like when the music in my headphones just sounds clearer i know it sounds weird to me yes no that, this is this is something we hear a lot sean is is like kind of this hd effect like you're just sharper yes. everything's coming faster yeah. and easier i really feel like you're you're optimized and 
you know, you're getting greater blood flow to the brain, you're getting, you know, greater dopamine to your neurons and, you know, everything is just happening at a better level. Like I like to think, you know, this is the kind of EMF exposure you want, energy, mood and focus, man. Yep. Raza, so we've talked a little bit about euphoric. What about uh, burn IQ? Yes. Let's, so, let, let's, plug, let's plug that, please. Yes, plug um, the smartest way to get shredded. Um, this is, I mean, that's what I'm drinking right now. Um, so this has the combination of, you know, the perizanthine in here, but we also put it with, you know, a bunch of thermogenics, uh, weight loss aids, um, you know, everything from, you know, grains of paradise, um, our, our green coffee extract standardized to chlorogenic acids, which helps with uh, blood sugar metabolism. We've got two human clinicals on that. Taurine, tyrosine, again, help with the catecholamine uh, release, L-carnitine tartrate. Um, the other thing in here, which makes it really unique, another exclusive ingredient from us, the combination of this mm -hmm. with uh, phenyl capsaicin. So it's a mm -hmm. microencapsulated enca um, capsaicin source, which has a phenyl group. Um, and it is, you know, it's, it's like exponentially more bioavailable. I think we say between four to eight times more bioavailable than standard capsaicin. The combination of the two, um, I just like, you have to try it. It's almost hard to describe other than you just get this immediate <coughs> within seconds. Um, cause ba based on, you know, how the axiom, you know, the capsaicin works, um, you know, activating, uh, vanillin and these sensory receptors that you immediately sort of feel this, this tangling, this warming sensation. And then that with the clarity, um, it, it really is, it's, uh, completely unique. We also just leaned in. So from an overall, the way we engineered it, we said, okay, well, capsaicin naturally has this kick, right? The spice. So we just leaned in with the flavors. So we did a, a sweet heat, for example. So a watermelon uh, with a habanero um, and just leaned into that. Like we didn't try to shy away, try to just like, that is what you're getting from the active ingredients, which are all in there, you know, at the right doses for the right reasons um, to help people essentially, right? You know, you know, drop pounds, um, get that thermic effect. Um, Get her better get better results from their workout with their overall uh diet plan um so yeah it is it is something really unique and and it's a, just a different experience from our euphoric uh which i'd say you know is you know more designed definitely for a pre-workout blood flow better workouts you know this you know shredding you know and getting uh you know dropping pounds but also just getting the most of your workouts uh if, you, if you're focused on calorie burning sure sean i know you mentioned that, that with that product you would get like a paresthesis very quickly did you figure out exactly what it was i i think we need to like look into that further like i do get this literally every time that shows you like how insanely bioavailable this phenyl capsaicin is uh, that there has to be some uh, like buccal uh, sublingual kind of uh, effect that's happening where there's uptake under your tongue and it's literally like going to plasma like that quickly. And, and like you're, yeah, you're getting that parasitic uh, parasitic effect, like where you're getting kind of that tingling. Like I get it in my face within like 30 seconds of drinking this. It's, it's nuts. Like I've never experienced anything like that. And, and I definitely feel the thermogenic effect, the, the warming um, systemically. And I mean, obviously then you're and caloric expenditure there. So and it's, a, it's a really cool combination. Um, as Raza said, it's, it's amazing. Muscle tech is really like going down this route of 
uh, higher end ingredients, more nootropic ingredients. That's the whole like IQ effect that we're talking about, whether it's euphoric or burn IQ. Um, you know, this is where you feel sharper. You feel more like limitless, like, you know, uh, Bradley uh, Cooper kind of thing. So it's, it's really awesome. Like that both of these products, whether you're working on fat loss, you're working out at the gym, like you're just connected and you're more HD. Yep. And, and I know we always talk with pre-workouts. People love to say there's no crash, but I have to say that there, there really isn't from this. It's kind of just one minute you're feeling really good. And the next thing you're, that kind of brings you down very, very gradually, I would say is maybe the best way to say it. Yeah. yeah. And, and you get great, great sleep. Yeah. Go ahead, Scott. No, you're exactly right. And you're seeing the trend that we're seeing with like Zoom XR and things like that, that have always been in pre-workouts, but it's all trying to mimic this, let me bring you down and keep your energy down. But the problem with that is it's not factoring in the half-life of caffeine itself. It's not factoring in the genetic differences that Sean talks about with slow, medium, uh, uh, long responders. Um, and then the other part of it is genetically the conversion to the paraxanthine is in genetically independent as well. So if you can take all that guesswork out, it reminds me of the days when we were all happy about pregnenolone and uh, DHEA, and then all of a sudden, uh, Patrick Arnold brought one androstenedione, and then it was like, wait a second, and then, you know, Derek Cornelius had five androstenediol, and then Pat Arnold did the, you know, the four, and you had Bruce, and all these people, and you're finding downstream metabolites closer to testosterone, and one testosterone being one, we're sort of going that, hey, let's cut the middleman out, and let's go down what your body would convert it to, the most desirable one of the three that caffeine's metabolic fate is, and giving uh, you know, a pure form of that, which um, no one's experienced this in a pre-worker before. I mean, I'm shocked. And I always say this with Sean and Raza, I'm just mad at myself for not doing, looking at this closer. Like I, I was like, <laughs> and I guess that's thinking, uh, uh, you know, tell Sean, tell him the, the story of how did you discover this? You know, like, because when I saw it and said, this was in the research that it showed what caffeine converts to and everyone knew theophylline was a drug people were selling theobromine as standalone you can still find it in many many formulas but i never saw the paraxanthine ever sold on its own anyone ever do it and i wondered why didn't someone think of this <laughs> so i have a question uh in the group here for for a fast responder if anybody would like to answer it would it be more effective to take this after a super hard mental and physical day and eat something to get your thoughts for the evening in order to get that real feeling of what it can do Hmm. Who, who wants to answer this? I'll let Raza jump in. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about that. I mean, that's an interesting question to take it after. I mean, it's, oh, yeah, let me, let me take a shot at this. I mean, I, I just think everybody should try it, and it's probably more noticeable um, if it is taken, you know, further away from caffeine, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, to really experience it. The other thing I would say is when you stop taking caffeine, yeah, you, you you go off it. You know, yeah. it's, it's really hard even after like seventy two hours to be off caffeine. You, but if you take this while you are trying to get off caffeine to even experience it, because again, we're talking about all the great science and you know how much more unique and more powerful and productive this is, uh, especially in terms of that clarity. But once you start taking this and then you go back to caffeine, the feedback we've been hearing from people mm -hmm. is that it is a more it just feels dirty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like. That is the one thing I'd explain. So all of a sudden you remove all those distractions that uh, and you experience dirtiness. It, it is distracting, right? So you will 
get that additional clarity. So I think that's probably the way to, to understand and maybe experientially notice the difference would be again, okay. separate it, try to, you know, do some type of, um, you know, try to cut caffeine for some bit, but you know, if you are, and again, we don't recommend stacking it. Um, just knowing caffeine is going to be in your bloodstream for a long time. And, you know, even the way we formulated this, you'll notice like the, um, you know, for example, the coffee extract in here, the neurofactor, it is a decaffeinated source. And that was, again, that was really important, uh, just to truly benefit from everything else going on in here. So if you do take them together, what I will say is you'll probably be going, I mean, that's a lot of stems, so you'll be going for, for a while. And, and we actually did research on this, Sean, that uh, when you co-administer, we saw um, counterproductive effects. It was, it was much less cognitive and, and physical benefit uh, versus administering the paraxanthine alone. So, and that makes sense with everything that we talked about. Paraxanthine is, is the next leap forward. You know, why would you mix it with the, the last generation one step back? Sean, what took you down this path for paraxanthine? Because in doing some research, it's it's not a new product. From what I'm seeing, I'm seeing studies back 13, before that, 2013 and whatnot, in kind of mouse trials. Um, but kind of what took you down the path to really take this to the human side of things? Um, several things. Uh, one, you know, I had worked on, as Scott mentioned, uh, T-Crene and Dynamine. Um, I've struggled with caffeine my whole life. I have a book called The Energy Formula, where I've you know, I've been through a lot of chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, uh, Epstein-Barr. Like I've, I've had my issues with energy and I've tried to lean on caffeine and it just never worked for me and made things worse. So energy to me was always important. And so I've just always been looking at all these pathways and trying to explore them. And I think the biggest thing with paraxanthine uh, it's, it's not an ingredient that's been around. Uh, we're the first ones to bring it to market. It has been studied okay. uh, as, a, as a solo um, compound before in, in research, as you pointed out. But we did the work on making sure that it was fully compliant. Uh, we found natural sources. We did the, the toxicology work. It is... Um, it is grass. It's generally recognized as safe. And that took about a year of our work. I mean, we put probably um, close to $5 million in, wow. into this ingredient now. And we have 14 studies. Uh, we have 23 patents filed, seven years of work. So, you know, some of the reason that you might not see it is one, people weren't sure, you know, whether it was safe, compliant. People weren't sure, like, what's the point versus taking just I, I get it from caffeine. You know, there's a lot of reasons, but we definitely have done a lot of work to get to this point. And it's a wholly unique experience that mm -hmm. I had high hopes. And when we were telling Raza about it, he had high hopes and we were going to hang our hat on this. And literally, I mean, you can ask Raza and Scott, like it has exceeded all of our expectations. We, like I know there's a little trepidation, you know, with, with muscle tech having a great reputation and making great products, but it's like, okay, we're going to like jump into this pool over here. Like what's going to happen? Hardcore stem guys, you know, DMAA guys, ephedrine guys love it. People that don't use stems that just take maybe a coffee before they work out or, you know, 
a soccer mom type or whatever, love it. Everyone is loving it. We're not hearing any negative feedback. It's working for everyone. People are getting great sleep, uh, getting to do amazing workouts in the evening and still getting great sleep. Like it's just mm -hmm. exceeding everything that we thought it could be and we thought highly. From a study standpoint, what was the tipping point to say, look, we've achieved everything we need. Now let's go to market with it. Yeah, the, we did um, really just like internal use uh, like that. That was, uh, you know, first off, um, we just made it and so like wanted to see if we could make it. And then I started using it and playing with different doses and combining it with different things. And then we just saw like, look, when you take it by itself, it's best. Uh, again, not using it with caffeine. I tried it with t cream dynamine, you know, all these other things. Like, it's just amazing on its own. And then we kind of found the sweet spot with dosing. And then we started funding some studies for sure, along with the, the grass work. And early on, we were just validating cognitive performance, error rates, and fatigue uh, related to doses, related to co-administration with caffeine, safety parameters. And in those early studies, we saw again that paraxanthine is best on its own, that the sweet spot, you know, is, is like in this 100 to 300 milligram range. And we're just seeing high efficacy. We're seeing that there's actually reduction in errors when taking it, which is that effect we're all talking about. Whereas with caffeine administration, you get more stimulation, but as you take more, you get more errors happening. It's that kind of frazzled, disconnected feeling that you're not getting on the paraxanthine. Understood. Raza or Sean, maybe, maybe there's a good question for either one of you. As you know, there's many supplement users that like to play scientists themselves. There's never a product that they're happy with that has everything they need. And they always want to add something to it. Is there anything you would suggest not to add to a, whether it's one of your products or something with paraxanthine in it. Obviously, we want to stay away from the theobromine because it almost defeats the purpose. But is there anything else that might, I don't know, dirty it up besides a caffeine type product or type, caffeine type ingredient, if that makes sense? Yeah, I'll, I'll let Raza jump in in a second here. But just, you know, scientifically, I would say avoiding more methylxanthines. And that even includes taking too much of paraxanthine. Like we're, we're formulating these for the way that they're supposed to be used. Um, you know, and people may use them, however, we'll see, but like we're, we're formulating these for best experience. And if you use euphoric, it's incredible. If you use burn IQ, you can use it twice a day and it's amazing. It'll keep you going. So I just wouldn't add more paraxanthine, but I certainly wouldn't add caffeine, theobromine. I wouldn't add DMAA, if add whatever DMHA, like any of these kinds of things, the ingredients that I would add, I mean, we spent years filing patents and working on the synergists and even doing uh, animal studies where we looked at about 50 different compounds for synergists. And between that work, the work we did with humans and what Raza's done in house, we put the synergists with these, with euphoric, like in, in the product, like the tyrosine enhances the effect. Tyrosine helps with dopamine. You know, you see like all these ingredients, alpha GPC, like a cholinergic, like helps with it. So we've stacked it with what works already. I, I don't know what more to really add beyond that. Um, they're really meant to, to work on their own. There's no there's no upsell, so to speak. 
Yeah. Well, well, well said. I think, you know, what I, what I'd add to that is, you know, often, you know, we think is, you know, more is better. And, you know, that's not always the case, especially with stimulants, um, you know, um, especially ones that, you know, increase, you know, blood pressure, heart rate and that thing. But we did enough work that like we were like, it was very deliberate, you know, what type of ingredients to combine uh, for both euphoric and the, and the burn IQ and, you know, touching on, okay, what other ingredients would be synergistic, like the, 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 you know, the tyrosine, um, but also the cholinergic elements, which, we, which we touched on, you know, the hooperzine, um, uh, but also blood flow, right. Mm-hmm. The combination of enhancing, you know, blood flow to the brain. Like we added new level, um, we added, uh, neurofactor, like we found, and we dialed in, you know, there's many ingredients that we tried along the way, you know, in addition, we tried different potencies, but I'd say like, you got to try euphoric. You just, mm-hmm. you have to try that combination. You got to feel it, whether you're a fast responder or a slow responder, you know, if you're, you know, like us on the call, we've pretty much tried every type of ingredient and every ingredient combination, just go experience it, go experience, try it. Um, and from there, we think, you know, you're probably going to get some of the best results that uh, um, you've seen and you won't miss. You won't miss some of the other, maybe harder hitting. Um, and the other thing I'd say is don't add any other banned substances to it, right? Stay, uh, stay focused on the stuff that you can use. Raza, is there anything for kind of uh, brain formulas are very popular right now? Is that something that might be an R&D down the road? Yes. Yes. Without uh, telling you too much, it is the possibilities that we have come up with Infinity. Um, our lab is never this clean, but when we got here, let me tell you, we are always thinking of different ideas. Even Sean, we put him to work now when he comes. Um, we, we have some of the most effective and product you know productive meetings uh but scott and i and the team here we've also been talking uh you're gonna see more from us more with that and and with an emphasis you know on nootropics for sure sean i'm telling you like like i said like we were thinking about dipping the toe in the pool and then uh like one person started diving in and now we got about 40 people doing cannonballs it's it's coming it's coming the 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 wave is coming so if I can ask too, one of the things that Raza that did, I know I see on your product here is kind of like a cert, I'm going to say it's a certificate of authenticity. I mean, it might not be the proper term, but what is the purpose behind that? Were you guys, was, were people plagiarizing or, or was there some kind of, you're not plagiarizing, but you know what I mean? Yeah. So we, we have had issues with counterfeit for sure. That's you know, for us, the trust, you know, the trust, the confidence that we want our consumers to have, um, that you are getting legitimate uh, you know, high quality ingredients, the true studied, um, trademarked ingredients, like all that comes with this. So this is something that, you know, you scan, you can be sure, you know, the product's been validated but for us. It was just, you know, how do we give, you know, our, the, the, our, you know, our consumers and the people that have trusted us for years, um, you know, how do we kind of reassure them? That's what this was about. And that's why, you know, we spend that additional, um, you know, money, just give that, uh, there's, there's a ton of innovation you know, across the board, you know, in this product, literally from, you know, the ingredients that were selected in there to the flavor system, uh, to the design, uh, to the augmented reality experience in here as well, um, where you scan it, you get more information and and, and can understand more about the product. Uh, But that's what it comes down to. So Raza and Scott, is this in brick and mortar currently? Yeah, I mean, it's selectively going out to GNC. You're going to start to see it start to trickle in. 
the most popular GNC stores with the largest reach, you'll start to see that going in. Um, obviously, with the distribution system the way it is, you're going to see that the best uh, best advice is to go to MuscleTech.com, and then you can kind of see where will I get it at that time first. But it'll slowly get in. I mean, for everybody out there, I mean, early January is when you're going to be able to see it a lot more places. But it obviously is so new that we've really started to pre-advertise it, pre-get the word out there. And of course, people like yourself that are connected to an informed consumer, we wanted to see that you got it before you saw it, you know, in a GNC store. Uh, and that's been the same with um, people all over the world. But my good friend, uh, Lucas over at uh, Prometheus, Lucas and oh, sure. Lars, and just different people around the world. Um, so many, so many different people around the world are getting their hands on this uh, as just for, hey, out of respect, we know you'd love to try it. Uh, Shane Smith at Stack 3D, the Price Cloud guys, obviously yourself, Fitness Inform, and all the different people that are there. Dave Palumbo at Arx Muscle. Um, so definitely, we're getting it out there. Uh, the Olympia will be the time when it'll be really more of the official launch. You'll see Muscle Tech back in the um, in the game there. First time uh, Muscle Tech sponsored the Olympia was 1996. Wow, okay. So in Chicago. So we've been supporting that show for so many years and helping to shape the fabric. Uh, we were title sponsor of that in 2004 for many, many years and had champions that you know of um, that uh, we don't have to mention their names, but we all know who they were. So we've been really a part of the fabric of bodybuilding and supporting the culture and supporting the community. So people will be able to have Burn IQ and Euphoric free samples at the Muscle Tech booth at the Olympia. Then you'll nice. see us in LA, LA Fit Expo, and then we'll be near your neck of the woods with uh, Columbus, Ohio, first week of March, Arnold Classic, legendary booth coming out. It's going to be just massive. And at all those shows, you'll see the boogeyman and a, uh, a team of athletes. Um, so definitely uh, Euphoric's going to kill it uh, early January in most stores, that uh, like GNC stores, and it'll slowly trickle out from there. Will you have Henry Cavill at any of the events? No, <laughs> no, we're working on that. I mean, obviously he is, he's a busy guy filming the movies that he's doing. So uh, we have to respect his schedule, but I don't know what would happen if he were to go to the Arnold's. I don't know that, I mean, it would be him and Arnold. And I think that it would be, they'd need another set of police that are around him um, <laughs> that they do with Arnold. But um, no, we would love to have him, but obviously his, his priorities is, doing what he does with it, with acting and things like that, that's there. Sure. Um, but um, we're really glad to be affiliated with him in the role that he's in with us. So uh, that's been good. But, you know, we cater to many different segments. You know, we're not just the mass market brand that, um, you know, we obviously uh, have inroads in different uh, communities within powerlifting and bodybuilding and bikini competitors and some of the different uh, areas of just being active lifestyle. Um, and being in over 100 countries, you have different sports in different areas. I mean, we have product uh, manufactured in Japan that um, there's a lot of people there that are into different sports, competitive ping pong and just different things. Yep. Uh, I remember Raza a few years back seeing them in uh, at FIBO in Germany, big booth, and I saw different sports there that I had not known that they had competitors from teams and in China there was different competitors of different sports teams of sports that were traditionally popular here in, in, in uh, North America so definitely a broad broad audience for this pickleball is very popular here in the states I don't know if you're familiar with pickleball I've heard of it <laughs> here's the buzz for sure yeah hearing more about it 
So, folks, I had another question come in for just a moment here. Would taking paraxanthine help get over a caffeine habit? I don't know if that's a question for you or, unfortunately, folks, Sean had to drop off for another meeting. Yeah, I, I can. I'll, I'll, I'll take that one. I, I mean, I, I, uh, I firmly believe believe it, it is. Um, um, it can it can really help because really you're going straight to the source. You're going straight to the key source of what caffeine metabolizes down to, um, and also eliminating some of the uh, you know the other downstream metabolites that are you know essentially counterproductive um, in in many ways. So um, I would say yes, um, and at the same time. You know, you you won't feel like you still have something to support you, and and get you through that. But it, and it's a slightly different experience. Um, so yeah, I would I would recommend it for that. And Russ, I know you brought it up earlier, and actually, obviously, we connected on LinkedIn. Thank you. You've been with with Ayurveda for fifteen years. That that's unheard of in today's marketplace. Like nobody yeah. stays, whether it's supplement anything whatsoever, nobody stays in the company fifteen years. What's kept you there? That's a that's a great question. I am a uh, I am obsessed. With supplements, so I'll start with that. I've had the pleasure of you know being involved in some of the biggest launches you know in our industry you know over over 15 years, and uh, you know for me when I joined you know what I always you know Iovate was already um, you know a machine doing really well had you know incredible products really good marketing, um, but I still thought there was just you know there was there's so much potential um, with it, and I found uh, you know what's been in our DNA. You know that science element. You know, creating great products. Um, it's it's just uh, it's just been a really great ride where the journey has allowed me, you know, to put my signature around products and product formulations, um, but also do what's important to me and you know having those sh those those shared values, which is, you know, make sure you got great credible science. You know, we're focused on quality. Uh, you know, we're focusing on making the best products. Um, and then having a lot of great talent. I got to say, there is amazing people um, in this building that are just very creative, um, you know, love what they do. And it's kind of contagious uh, when you get here. Literally, like we have this this huge headquarters, like hundreds of people um, in this building, uh, all the R&D, all the quality, um, you know, the members of my team, we're all in-house. We're not just, you know, you know, a lot of people, you know, they outsource those things. We don't. We do that here. I always felt that my role was really critical, that I had something really important to do. And uh, because of that, I've uh, just, you know, I feel like I got the best job. Um, love what I do. So just, just fortunate. Are, are all the brands underneath the Iovate um, roof or is there, or are they kind of, is it Iovate and then different buildings for the different brands? No, it's, so it's all one, 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 one building. Yeah. Interesting. Do so Scott, have, what? You have the hydroxy cut division. Then you have the muscle tech division. Yeah. Then you have the six star division. A lot of people don't realize six star is one mm -hmm. of the best selling sports nutrition companies in North America. If I'd argue a uh, top three, no doubt, which you'd never think of that in the meathead sort of space that we sort of follow, you know, but when you see the volume that they do in Walmarts and different places around that, Mm -hmm. It's staggering because it's not like we don't look at body fortress often if you're in the meathead space and the really serious, but they do phenomenal jobs. Cytosport does a phenomenal job with muscle mouth. There's so many brands that do really well that they're not in the talk about the Glaxons and, you know, some of the different brands, the arms races and different people. Yeah. But when you look at who's moving the most amount of protein powder and gainers and creatine and things like that, it's not quite 
the edgy brands you sort of know of in the specialty channel or in the direct-to-consumer brand uh, business. The other line uh, division is uh, Purely Inspired, which is okay. the organic sort of feel-good, natural kind of line that you'll see that in Walmart and you'll see that all over the U.S. and Canada. They do very, very well. Um, so there's different silos that the company has and then they have teams specifically to that, but Raz's team does the formulations for all of that together. Um, so it's kind of uh, it's it's kind of cool, and it becomes a bit competitive, you know. Like if you're my case on the Muscle Tech brand, and you see Six Star doing a really great job, it kicks you in the ass. You're like, man, I gotta step it up. Like I gotta, <laughs> I gotta do this, and I gotta do this. So I'm always fighting for Raz's time. and saying, what do you have in the lab, man? Like. You know, we need this. We need this. We need, no, no, yeah. don't, don't tell, don't tell those guys about that. You know, so it's, um, it's not really like that, but it's, it's, it raises the game, and there's such smart people that, uh, and they're all, they have so much energy to, to win, uh, and the leadership team, the CEO is a, a very much a win, win, win guy, and uh, empowers you, um, and it just, uh, it's, a, it's a very cool culture. Uh, you know, the gym is, I've never seen a gym in any supplement company that uh, could rival this gem. It's, I mean, it's different okay. when you have a commercial gym like Redcon has the Redcon gem. It's a little different sure. than the public gym, but in terms of a private gym in the building, it's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. Um, Scott, so, you've been doing this for a while. What about the, I'm going to date you, see if you date yourself here. What about the EAS gym back in the nineties? Have you ever seen that? Pictures of I, it. I saw the photos of it. Um, and I saw, I've been to the building itself. Uh, oh, have I stood you? there. I consulted for Isatori at one point, and I got the tour from the former international head of uh, Isatori. Was actually a former EAS header is the owner, the original founder of Isatori, and Sean Phillips was the second founder of Isatori, and he was Bill Phillips' brother. So I, I learned a lot about that. The building isn't as big as you saw in the photos. They did the right. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's the the Muscle Tech I of Eight gem is. I can see. I see. I slipped in the Muscle Tech. I have a gym, but no, the I have a gym is, uh, is the biggest I've seen in house, uh, with any company and the amount of money that they must have spent. They have 200 pound dumbbells. Um, wow. Like the amount of things. And what's cool is the, the hand picked pieces. The original founder was a connoisseur of bodybuilding, love bodybuilding all throughout the building. You can see the Mr. Olympia winners on the walls in black and right. white frame photos. And then you can see some that didn't win the Olympia, but were, inspiring him like Tom Platts and people like that. Um, office has got a real Terminator because he loved Arnold. So you see the actual robot Terminator and that's a Terminator boardroom. And then they have the predator boardroom and his actual life-size predator oh, wow. that's in the room. So it's got this really cool uh, culture to the, the company um, that uh, has been a lot, but no, I, I wasn't at that gym uh, to answer your question. Uh, no, I wasn't there. And I, but they, they, it was legendary. I mean, they had a, they had a hair salon, they had a tanning salon. Oh, they wow. Had, um, an in-house chef to cook food for me. They had a movie theater. You know, they had, it was, it was next level for that era, you know, just like yeah, the Joe yeah. era for that era was, was massive. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's just different eras, you know, it's not better. It's just at that time who's sort of winning, who's losing. And, and obviously, Ivy is, is winning quite a great deal and we're going to just keep on going uh, in, in this direction. So, With with the recent signing of Blessing, will, will we be seeing more bodybuilders once again, kind of maybe not going back to the magnitude of the 90s and 2000s where you had every you had almost every top five bodybuilder <laughs> yeah. under the umbrella. 
I mean, I, I again, I've been following. I go all the way back to Greg Kovacs back in the nineties. Um, but is that something we'll be seeing, or or is Blessing maybe just a one-off? No, it's a good question that you ask. Um, I've been a fan of bodybuilding, as as you know, for a long, long time. But I have seen the changing of the word bodybuilding to mean different things, and I've seen the mm-hmm. NPC and the IPV change that. And with Muscle Insider, I really saw that change on the competitive side because roughly 50% of the NPC card holders are bikini competitors. So if that's 50% of the entire competitive area, then you're really saying that that NPC competitor is 50% bikini. Then you've got figure and fitness, women's Mm -hmm. physique, women's bodybuilding. There's a number of classes that are there. And then on the bodybuilding side, you have the classic physique, you know, with Chris Bumstead as a fellow Canadian, you know, just completely crushes it out there. But that's not, that's more of the 80s style bodybuilding, men's physique, um, obviously 212 class and, and these different cl- categories. The definition of bodybuilding has really changed, but mm-hmm. really it's, and I kind of sometimes think they should get rid of the word because you say bodybuilding to people when we picture the banana hammocks and the pro tan throwing them all on and hitting most musculars and but now it's really building your body and everybody has a different goal and some people have genetic propensity to be bigger some people just can't gain that much muscle no matter what or sometimes they don't want to i mean i um i think that i have met bodybuilders that i've asked them this that are struggling at the national level they're 230 240 and I said to them, look, if you could win the Olympia by going into the men's physique class and getting endorsement contracts and making money at living, doing this, quit your job, would you do it? And they said, never. I would never want to be like those board short guys. Even if I could be the Olympia winner, I'd be where I am now if I can be 240 on stage. Because this is this is me. It's a symbolic sure. So um, in answering your question, MuscleTech is more than just a bodybuilding brand. They cater to different different goals. Sure. And there's people all over the world that use the products. There's people that may go to a Walmart or a Rite Aid or a CVS and, and use our products. But the thing that anchors it all together is science. And that's really science quality. And that's why when I worked in R&D under Raza, I liked the products before, but I liked them even more after spending two months there because i realized this guy's this guy actually cares and i've consulted now for over 50 supplement companies and a lot of times it's it's bro science yeah it's what it is it's that they look at a label they turn the label they look at the number of milligrams and they see oh they have 3.2 grams of uh, beta alanine let's do 3.3 yes, you know it's a game and or they go caffeine is that oh my gosh like we saw that pre-workout or that um it was a, it was a uh, fat burner the other day that launched and I think it was 550 milligrams of caffeine. And it's like, okay, someone will do. And I remember this when I was at muscle tech back in the day, Raz, it's in your product room. Um, a company did uh SciFit did 100 milligrams of caffeine in a pill. I was sorry, of ephedrine when 25 milligrams was the upper limit. Wow. And then the the wow. government stepped in in Canada and made them made, the Canadian manufacturers of ephedrine go to 15 milligrams, then made them go down to eight milligrams. But this company went a hundred. Um, when I, I consulted for Dorian Yates Nutrition, uh, helped do uh, GH Blast for Australia. It was a sleep product with uh, Fenibut and some other, uh, very similar to Somatomax from Hitech. 
And when I tried the Knox pump, it had the one three dimethylene mine. And I went, how many milligrams do you have in this? And they said, 60. And the guy in charge, and it wasn't Yates, but I was working directly yeah. for Yates. So dealing with him every second day was a dream come true. I was like, man, I can't believe I'm actually, he's asking me for advice. And then at the end of the call, I'd always say, hey, what's better? Um, reverse grip, bent over row with a forward <laughs> hand or reverse grip. And he just was he thought it was great. But and then I would ask him, hey, man, did uh, is it true that you, you know, you, you took this drug or you did that when for the Olympia when you gained that 26 pounds? And and when he tell you the real story as a friend, because you're helping him with his business, you knew you're getting the real, real truth. Yeah. But I asked his partner at the time, why did you do 60 milligrams of DMAA? And he goes, well, we found out that companies were doing 20 milligrams. So we did three times as much. Yep. And yeah. I was just like, that's the reason. And, and the way Raza formulates is what does the research say? How does this ingredient fit with this ingredient? And it's not a hot stuff kitchen sink. Let's put a small bit of Smilax and Dibencozide and Mumi and all these different things in microscopic amounts to actually just have a longer label. It's a more narrow label, but more clinical doses and more thought behind the synergy of the full formula. So um, I know that was a rant. I don't want to you know, take yeah. Raz's thunder, but I just have seen so much of what I didn't like that I kind of became disenchanted. And, and I guess Raza going to you and working in formulations was because I was so sick of what I saw. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to work for an A-tier company that would do clinical researches and, and fund studies, you know, at U of T and McMaster and all these places that they fund research and partnerships with, uh, with the genius ingredients and NMB nutrition on the ingredients and doing real research. It's like, I can tell you so many brands I've had consulting calls with them and they say, I don't fund any research because I don't want the research to show it doesn't work, you know, and uh, they'll just instead create scientific sounding names in their complexes. That's what they yeah. do. I mean, and they make space age fonts and then, then show a last stock image of a guy in a lab coat. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's not real research, you know, it's not real. And you look at the academic background of some of these people, you'd be surprised at what they do. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Some of the things I've seen, it made me realize that, um, it's, it's not really the thing you really want to have, um, your kids use. It's not the thing you really could honestly tell a really good friend that he should use and feel safe saying that. But I know that I feel I don't feel that way with uh, with this company. I'm not saying there's not great companies out there. There's some phenomenal great uh, companies out there, and I've been fortunate to work for some of them. But some of the stuff I, I worked, I consulted for a company, and the person in the manufacturing told me that uh, they had a product with a, a bolt in it, bolt in a protein powder. Okay, and I was like. And they said, oh, well, we hire a lot of temporary workers and one of them dropped the bolt into the into the protein powder. Oh, I've had I've had companies tell me specifically that they take an expired protein powder when its date is expired and they blend it into a gainer. And if you can take an expired gain blend of protein and you can blend it into a gainer and then they lab test the the microbes, it's been averaged down because it has to be a, below a certain level. But that's not. That's not it shouldn't happen. It should be thrown in the garbage. You know, you can't just recycle this stuff. Like, like yep. it's so I've seen so much that uh, we don't do. And so if that means that Iovate is slower 
or we have longer times it takes to put a product out, at least I know that when I recommend it to you or to somebody else that they have quality control at the top part of their SOPs. So it's uh, it's just different. I mean, Raz, cut me off because I'm talking too much about this. Stuff, <laughs> no, I just feel so passionate about quality and it's it's yeah. I see a lot of other companies get a lot of credibility for knocking off leaders and not like, you know, easy it is to just times two on any ingredient say I'm twice as strong as a leading brand and I have no that doesn't mean that, that was designed to be that way <laughs> yeah yeah no you're, you're you're right there I mean I think that's part of the low barrier of entry too right in, in the industry and you know at yes. the same time very few companies that have been around you know for a decade or two decades you know going get close to three I mean it's you got to be doing something right um, and, uh, you know, everything you're talking about, like, it's just really deliberate. Um, yeah. you know, it's, if we're going to make a product, it's a product that we want to believe in. We want to know it works. Uh, we want to know we selected the highest ingredients, the highest purity. Um, and, uh, like you, you know, like you mentioned, Scott, right. It's the things that we want to put into our bodies. We want to recommend to our friends, to our families. And, you know, that's, uh, that's how we make an impact, right. You know, so like muscle, you know, Muscle building, you know, recovery, strength. I do have the ability, which I love. I, you know, I'm for, formulating for all these brands. Um, and often, you know, over those years, so for example, Muscle Tech, we recently got into plant-based. Um, mm -hmm. And it's all about performance, but a plant-based protein. But, you know, we were, we were formulating for over 10 years plant-based proteins under Purely Inspired. So it's, <laughs> it's not like, like I've been, we've been doing that. Um, and what we did is we just kept getting better at it and better at it. And once we realized we had a solution that deserved to be under the muscle tech brand for a consumer that cares about muscle, you know, not just hitting their protein nutritional needs and making sure it tastes good, but, you know, enhanced recovery, enhanced muscle strength, muscle growth. That's when we went and put it in muscle tech. Um, you know, we have a patent pending. We actually submitted a patent for the complex, you know, for example, that we use, but like, that's just, you know, that's our mentality. It's like no detail sure. is, is too small. Well, gents, it's truly been a pleasure. Is there anything else maybe that we haven't tackled that you want to let let the listeners know about? Or what about you, Sub Talk Radio? What got you? I mean, what was the first supplement? The first few supplements you used? And I'm gonna uh, gonna throw uh, throw you on the spot in this question. <laughs> wow, Raza, I, I, again, I know it's late for everybody. If everyone has to cut off, please. You okay. know, I want to hear this, Scott. So I appreciate that. So okay, so I'll give you a little bit of my my background in, in a nutshell. Okay. I started, I just turned 50 this year. So I've been training since, since the eighties. Okay. I was that typical, you know, 8% body fat, 130 pound individual that I needed to get, get in the gym and get bigger. Okay. I want to say my first product that I tried was twin labs, like amino 1600, which were these horse pills that you take like six or eight of, cause I didn't know any better. Um, and then after that, my next product was, Lee Haney had a weight gainer by Twin Labs. This was probably 87, 88 when Lee Haney was at almost at his peak. Already had Mass two, three Olympias. Yes, Mass Fuel. Mass Fuel. So continued that route, competed a few times in the 90s. Florida State University, nutrition and, and exercise science is my background. And then moved up here to Massachusetts. And I've been in the life science market my, since then. I work, I'm a consultant for different pharmaceutical and medical device companies and HR talent acquisition. Um, and back in 13, I started the show here 
because there was, I always learned there was so many people that took products, but knew nothing about them. It was all, dude, you got to take this because you're going to feel good or dude, it tastes great. But nobody understood the true nature of the products. So I started the podcast here and here we are nine years later and it's, it's a hobby. It's a passion. I mean, selfishly, I do it to learn myself. And if I get some followers, if I get some listeners, you know, my job is done. If I can educate one person to make them understand the good and the bad, you know, steer away a prop blend and look at something that's, you know, all transparent label, not to say that all transparent labels are good, but at least you have the choice to understand. No, and that's, and that's here I, how I am, you know, and Scott, I, I appreciate you reaching out to make this happen. I mean, that's, that's the long and short of it. I love the business. Um, I'm going to compete again after 25 years next year, going to try to do something. So my wife and my kids can see me compete. Nice. And that's, that's kind of like my long winded story. No, that's cool. I still remember those horse bills, the, the big caplets. Twin Lab was just a, an awesome, awesome company. And the brown jars that they used to have. To yes, yes. I don't know if it was to keep the sunlight, to keep things from degrading, or yeah. it was just something to, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's a really great industry to see it uh, evolve, evolve the way it is. And really back then, you had the, you know, the cybergenics of the world, and then you had oh, Twin Lab. And you had, uh, you know, the, the Weeder Nutrition Group. And then it was really a yes that kind of said, let's take the marketing of what cybergenics kind of marketed science and actually let's do some real science with Anthony Almada and Ed Berg. And mm -hmm. I think it really just changed the way the world worked in the sort nutritionary because there was published studies on an ingredient. And creatine obviously was the linchpin to making that work because you will gain weight when you use that. Um, but it's amazing that that innovation happened in 95 or sorry, I was 94 or I think it was when creatine phosphagene launched and 93, there was some early with California body club, I think had it in 93. But if you look at now, it's one of the hottest ingredients of this year. Oh, sure. Look at the amount of research that's there. And like, I remember there was a study that showed that if you break your arm, you'll heal faster if you take creatine than if you don't. Like mm -hmm. there's many applications of this that um, Bill Phillips was telling me, I was at his wedding anniversary, believe it or not, uh, I was in Hawaii and I was like hanging out with him. I couldn't believe it. And um, he was telling me about, uh, I guess it was Pfizer was looking at treating Parkinson's with the combination of, uh, of lipoic acid, creatine, and I think coenzyme Q10. Uh, right. for Alzheimer's and dementia and things like that with memory, because I guess the, I mean, Razza can touch on this more than I could, but the neurons in your brain are powered by ATP. And so if you can regenerate ATP with ADP and AMP to ADP to ATP through creatine phosphate and the phosphate energy system, you can get more ATP, which means your brain neurons are going to be able to work harder, longer, just like a muscle. And no yeah. one at the time, we all talked about creatine loading, but no one in the muscle, no one knew there was an increased storage capacity in the brain that mm -hmm. you have with this. So I love creatine now because of the memory improvements. I love it, obviously, for in, you know muscle recovery and things like that. Cell volumization is nice, but it's just amazing to see something that 95 to now where we are, it's still standing tall with whey protein as, and there's not much better that you can do. You can find ways like we have with our creatine. 
to make it a bit better. Uh, and there's different, a few different formats we know with creatine HCL, et cetera, but still creatine at the end of the day. And uh, yeah. now we've got paraxanthine is the next creatine, you know, the next real thing that yeah. I really think that this will be the hottest ingredient since DMA. I don't see anything close to it. And um, yeah, it's, it's exciting to be part of uh, a campaign and, and having athletes like blessing that can help us get the word out. So. Yeah. I mean, kudos to muscle tech. Let's be honest here that you guys have survived the test of time because all the big brands in the nineties that I grew up with, the twin labs, and then you start going to 2000, the BSNs, they see, I don't even know if twin labs still around anymore. Yep. I know, BSN, yeah, still yeah. but they seem like they're just all a shell like that. That was the big brands is what drove everything. Maybe it was because of the magazines and the ad space. Mm -hmm. But now I feel that a lot of the smaller companies are the ones that are really, um, you know, you hear more about. I mean, mm -hmm. that's just me. No, you're right. It's a change. I mean, it's um, you're always going to have a market as it matures. It's going to fractionate, and you're going to have. You see it in tech stock, tech companies. You see it all the way through. Uh, and for now, we all see the, you know, the the different direct to consumer brands that have kind of in the last four years gone into the specialty retail channels and done a phenomenal job. And now we're seeing those in mass market areas, and so. That's that's different. That's changing it. But I think these mass market areas are starting to get some pretty good products. You know, like you can find some quality products from MuscleTech. You can find them from other brands as well. Um, but that is tra training the shopper to take a look in these other areas in your Walmart store, your Rite Aid store, your CVS or your Walgreens. Um, and I think that that's uh, a good thing. Um, but I think it really makes it for raza and i to sort of say what do we do to come up with something truly innovative that you can only get at a gnc store or you can only get at a direct from the website from the company and i think um brands like ghost lifestyle have done a phenomenal job of coming up with unique flavors and collabs that you can you can buy direct uh yeah. and it's just it's just raising the game for all of us and making us uh go the consumer in the end is the one who's winning they're getting more variety getting better quality and um that just makes it uh makes the consumer get a better better job a better and better end product um so but at the end of the day you have to balance it out right in terms of how big do you want to be and what are your goals as a business i feel okay. like uh, a lot of the brands you mentioned and are that are top of mind in what you what you look at you can see them in the isolation in the U.S. and then you can come to Canada where we are and you can see the top five selling brands in the specialty channel are not U.S. brands. Mm -hmm. You know how in Europe you can see companies like uh, Olymp and Biotech USA with their own supplement stores called yep. Biotech USA. Like how is it a, a brand that a supplement store, you know, yeah. and they have chains of these things. So it's just different. You know, it's just... Um, I think the the real thing you can't do is just think it's going to be the way it was in the last 12 months. You sort of have to see where is it going and not jump to where it might be, but really be willing to pivot and move as the, you know, if the pandemic happens, this is what we'll do. If, uh, and our CEO always says uh, you have to have a contingency plan. You yeah. know, you have, to have a plan B that uh, can keep you relevant and evolving and whatnot. Yeah. Evolving is key. You got to keep evolving, right? I mean, I was I was sad to see some of the companies that you know I remember back in the day, you know, that fortunately didn't didn't stick it out. And for us, it's you know you, you got to keep evolving, um, right? You know, it's uh, you know 
you know, why are we in this? Right. You know, we want to keep making greater products. And there was a lot of, you know, I've, I've even heard some folks, you know, being surprised about, you know, uh, us, for example, bringing infinity to market. And I was like, well, no, I mean, innovation's always been really important to us. Right. Like that's, that's actually critical. The, the reason why we're able to bring this and, you know, stay on the top of our game is because how great the science was, you know, partnering with the best, having that mutual respect with researchers, partners in the industry that knew that we're doing it right. You know, we're doing it for the right reasons and that they had also the right data. You know, there's a lot yeah. of ingredients, for example, that we walked away from um, that, you know, I probably saw them, you know, before a lot of other people. And I'm just like, we can't do it. Right. The data is in some, in some cases, the data got there. In some cases, the data was never there. And, you know, we didn't jump on gimmicks. Um, we just, you know, just kept, kept evolving. Um, and that's things that's, that's really important. And now we're, you know, we're really focused uh, on what we need to do here. And you can't hang your hat on your, your last innovation. So, you know, this, you know, we're all in here, but we're always thinking about, you know, what's next? How do we improve this? How do we evolve it? Um, and I think it's one of the things that's helped us. Okay, so you, Sean, I'm going to stump you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to test something here. Okay. I want you to name a branded ingredient, and I want Raz to see if he's ever worked with it. Because <laughs> I, I can't name a branded ingredient that he actually won't say that he actually, oh, yeah, that one? We launched that in 2006. <laughs> it's like things that are new, you think they're new. They're just new to you and I, but they're not new to a guy who's been at the top of the game with a brand as big as they are. Oh, are you asking right. me to name something? Yeah, name, name, name. I would. Name you think I, I, I might be wrong in saying this because I'd say Yohimbi because I thought Yohimbi was banned in Canada. It, or so you're, maybe. Right. It, it, you're right. You 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 can't use it in uh, in in Canada. Um, uh, so of course we have used it because of the, the you know the U.S. <laughs> products. In fact, with Yohimbi, um, I've actually had a lot of fun with Yohimbi over the years because we this is going back probably you know circa around. 2010, 2011. I mean, we were using it for a long time, but when we were trying to find a replacement for the Geranium DMMA, mm -hmm. the amount of work that we did with Yohimbi, and the true way, you know, the, the what we had to do, the real challenge is not using Yohimbi and HDL. Very easy to work with Yohimbi and HDL. Having to work with the bark and ensure that you get the consistency yeah. of the experience because the difference in the alkaloids. So. We literally worked on standardizing because there's more alkaloids than you think, not just Yohimbi in there. Literally, like we had, I had tested, you know, the amount of suppliers I had tested, the amount of ratios. Our PD brief was standardized for Yohimbi and then total alkaloids. And it was precise. Okay. Um, yeah, so, you know, of course, there's, there's a lot of other ingredients that I've had the pleasure. Um, you know, the one thing that's interesting that I find is that a lot of ingredients, it's, keep recirculate after some time, you know, they were like, all of a sudden, like, now nah, I've noticed like, you know, elevate DP and I, you know, um, uh, nitrosogen, all these ingredients again, fun, but I mean, we're, you know, essentially we brought like, for example, nitrosogen first to market, you know, we partnered yeah. with a great, you know, great company. There's so many ingredients like that, um, over the years, but just seeing kind of how it's, uh, how it's evolved is, is always interesting to see. It's nice though. Cause hopefully paraxanthine will kind of take off. Like we're hoping here. Because we, we need some, yeah. and I hate to say this, not to insult a, a company like yourself, we need some some new innovation. There's these ones off that are coming out, but again, we'll take the pre-workout space. Oversaturated, it's the same four yeah. to five ingredients in every pre-workout. Not to say that's bad, because they work, but we need some freshness. Yeah, I, I totally agree. 
I, I, I completely agree. So I, you know, the one observation I'll say is that I do believe products have gotten better over yes. the years and the industries have elevated. So happy about that. But to your point, it all looks the same. It looks very similar, you know, not much innovation. And uh, for me here, like this is, and this is part of the reason why we, we really leaned in in a big way. Like we saw the science, uh, but even when I saw the science, you know, I've naturally explored with so many ingredients, you got to try it too, right? It's like, okay, I understand the science. You know, I remember writing white papers and digging into all the, the caffeine metabolism research. Does perizanthine though deliver? Sometimes you get disappointed from a metabolite. You know, there's, yep. you know, it, just, it just doesn't hit the same, same way. But when it does, and then when you start to understand how it interacts with other ingredients, that's kind of like the difference with euphoric. So mm -hmm. you know, anthine infinity is excellent. Try it with the combinations and the doses that we tried, you know, that's really special. And I, I do, you know, you only, you know, once in a, it's only once, I think, you know, very, we all want to improve on the last generation, you know, and we all want to continue to improve in supplements. I do firmly believe this is it. This yeah. is going to change the game. Yeah, I think when you guys when you come out with a true focus product using this, I think it's going to be really big. And I'm not just saying that to be nice because yeah. I think the focus the focus uh, category is growing exponentially. Right. Yeah. No, definitely, uh, definitely. We don't want to give away anything, but uh, definitely, uh, we're the pipeline that they have uh, is just super exciting. And uh, Raz is in a, a, a amazing position where he's the first to able to try it all. Um, but, um, no, it's, it's really exciting, but, um, no, thanks so much for having us. I, you obviously, uh, have been following your career for a long time in the, the sub talk radio career. Thank you. And, um, no, it's been, it's been really good. The passion that you have and, and seeing it and it's like, you know, you do it because you love it. And, uh, your audience is obviously really fanatical about supplements. And I, I really wanted to get, um, Raza and Sean a chance to sort of, just be themselves. And, and the other thing about this is live. So we can't just, um, definitely, uh, you know what, actually it's silly that I'm actually, my, my, my start on this show sucked on my desktop and when I'm using a phone, it's been perfect ever since. So I don't know if it's, uh, it's my uh, computer or what's going on, but, uh, thanks for having the patience for, for us today. And thanks for having us always appreciate, uh, the opportunities that, uh, that, uh, you're providing us with. Thank you. Raza, one, one last question. Do you follow bodybuilding? I do. I do. Okay. So let's wind with this last question. Give me your top three for the actual men's open Olympia in two weeks or three weeks. And we can laugh about this and see who's close in, in a couple of weeks. So I, I, I do think, um, I think, I think Ramby's got it. Um, okay. I, I, I do. Um, from, from just from a size physique, um the the way the way we had it um for the top it's hard to say for the for the for the others um in no particular order i, I think maybe curry in second or third um okay i think i have them there and uh oh i'm just having a a blank or uh the um bodybuilder Yes, Hattie, yes, exactly. Those are, those are my favorites, both from sort of physiques and I think they would, they'll, but you know, there could be a little bit of movement there between the top. I, I do see them, definitely all of them in the top, top five, at the very least. Who's, I, okay, so who will be your dark horse? Not regardless of placement, but who do you think is going to surprise everybody this year? This isn't a trick question. It's just, it's just an honest question. 
That's a good question. Um, I think Hattie. I think he, he uh, okay. you know, there's probably some others, but I, I, I got him in there. I think he's he, he may have underperformed based on what he can do. You know, okay. he comes in dialed in. That's my thought. Scott, what do you think? Um, I think Boogeyman is going to be the dark horse. I think that oh, not because yeah. we signed him, but just point. the the shoulder to waist differential, just the flare in the quads, how small his midsection is. The amount of muscle he's gained on his back in the last year from when he placed, I think it was second and sixth uh, last year to winning the two, he, I think it was second place and sixth place. And then he returned to the exact same shows, the Indy Pro and the New York Pro to win them both. And uh, the amount of muscle he gained from the prior year to this last year is just showing the genetic potential. Sure. And then I know that uh, he's using amino build. I know that he's using Nitrotech. I know that he's using uh, Euphoric and everything else. And so uh, I definitely burn IQ. He's going to be using that all the way to the Olympia prep. And you're going to see us in his hotel room at the Olympia doing stuff there. So I just think that when you have the finances behind you, when you have a team behind you, you need the right nutrition, you need the right diet, you need the right supplementation and uh, the right coaching. He has uh, George Farah working with him. Uh, all the stress that he was under with his, uh, you know, the last over the last year with some of the uncertainty in, in his immigration status, which we all know about. We saw the phone yeah. where he was crying to, to be here, um, you know, to to go through what he had to do to go to Ireland and then immigrate to here and be on a limited visa. That's tough. That stress that you have with having right. to keep con your contract in place. Otherwise, you've got to you got to exit the country. How can you really prepare for a bodybuilding contest with that much cortisol? Oh, it doesn't sure. matter if you take uh, muscle links court block or you take, uh, you know, some of those early um, cortisol lowering products. It doesn't matter. You need to uh, you need to have consistency. And uh, we definitely feel he's uh, he's just a positive guy. He just doesn't seem to let things uh, yeah. quite as well. And um, being in Boca Raton at the Mecca uh, training with uh, Kai Green the other day, like he's in a really good spot. And I'm not, I, I, I'm not going to say he's going to beat Big Ramy. I'm not, I'm not here to say that. And I'm not here to say Brandon Curry or Hadi Chupin. There's a, a fight going on there. Nick, obviously, Mutant Walker and, and, but Andrew Jacked as well, which I don't mind admitting to you guys on this, but I wanted to sign Andrew Jack before BSN got him. He was wow, one of the okay. guys that I wanted him. 6-2, phenomenal, phenomenal, undefeated as a pro. Yeah. He's going to be the one that a lot of people will be watching too. Uh, and to have that Cedric McMillan shape, that Lee Haney type of shape, but at that height, no one's ever been at 6-2 at that much size and, and the aesthetic still. I mean, Greg Kovacs Four. was bigger at 6-3 to 6-4. It was an aesthetic the aesthetics and that's yeah. bodybuilding is an aesthetic uh, competition. Um, so I, I definitely think it's going to be exciting. And um, all right, Scott, I, one, two, and three, come on, give us your one, two, and three. <laughs> um, there's no possible way that Rami is going to lose in my mind, especially with the skull face stuff we've been seeing lately. Brandon Curry is the most complete guy that's he's gained some new size too. As long as he can provide himself into shape with that new size, a lot of times, the things that these guys have to do to gain more muscle 
hurts them with getting really sharp and dialed in. So if he can come down in enough time, he'll be very lethal. Howdy Chupin's already in America and is, is, is the level of conditioning that he brings is going to be hard if, if anybody is off. But if Rami's in shape and Brandon's in shape, they are not going to lose to Hattie. That's your top three. Okay. Unfortunately, I, I would love to see. But in one more year, I mean, I, I mean, Boogeyman's only been on our products for a week. So um, <laughs> got to time. Time. I mean, Raz is good, but he's not that good. Okay. Like it's going to take more than a week to get this guy to win the Olympics. <laughs> Oh my! So, so I'm I'm personally saying, and I actually have a show Sunday with some people on a prediction show. So I'm, I think Rami's going to win it again, unless something happens at the twelfth hour. Um, and I'm actually thinking that Bonnick is going to place higher than than Brendan Curry. Yeah, okay, um, and I think Hottie. And for me, my dark horse is going to be Samson Duda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a great physique. Yeah. So, gentlemen, where can people find you on Instagram, social media? Please plug that as we as we wind down. Okay. Uh, um, we're at, at Muscle Tech for obviously yeah. anything Muscle Tech related. Uh, for me, it's Scott Welch Live and what Raza? What's yours? Is is it Raza underscore Bash? I think yeah. I think it just said uh, yeah. Raza Bashir. Raza Bashir. Yeah. Perfect. Well, gentlemen, again, it's truly been a pleasure. I really do appreciate the time. And uh, for everybody listening, thank you so much. If you're listening to this on an audio platform, please make sure to give us a comment as well as a review. That helps us in the ratings. And as always, thank you so much. Have a great rest of the day. Step one, wake up, brother, gonna rise with the sun. Step two, get some good, some food in you. Step three, you grow hard about what you want to be. Step four, fuck everybody, just do your thing. Wake up. Today's gonna be a good day. 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 Set your affirmations, aspirations I got shit to do, the aftermath of preparation Good food, good mood, blood in circulation One step at a time, yeah that's how you make it Set a goal you control and the steps you take them I try to pick one thought, have some concentration And if I make a mistake, it's called education I try to do this every day, call it replication Wake up, today's gonna be a good day Wake up, today's gonna be a good day Wake up Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. 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 Today's gonna be a good day. Life ain't easy, y'all. I think there's a reason, though. Ups and downs, just like every different season, y'all. Sometimes I'm high, other times I'm barely breathing, though. I always gotta fight and hide from the demons, y'all. Negative thoughts are poison, they ride. Uh. Head full of flaws, so here come the clouds. Uh. They'll never stop unless I can swap all the bad for the good in my head when I'm lost. Uh. Yeah, so I'ma fake it till I make it Positive thoughts are overtaken, I got patience One day at a time is how you operate a cadence A flow, you grow, you show yourself a foundation Stay away from all the shit that causes temptation I know that I like to do it cause of sensation I live my life in my head like a narration Don't expect greatness, do my best, man, I'll take it Wake up, 
Today's gonna be a good day. Wake up. 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 Today's gonna be a good day.